the world. The best decision she'd ever made had been to pack up and dig in at her family's hideaway cabin. She'd always had an affection for mountains. The Klamaths of southwestern Oregon had everything she wanted. A spectacular view, high, rugged peaks, pure air, and solitude. If it took six months to write her dissertation on the effects of modernizing influences on the Kolbari Islanders, then so be it. She'd spent five years studying cultural anthropology, three of them in extensive fieldwork. She hadn't let up on herself since her 18th birthday, and she certainly hadn't given herself any time alone, away from family, studies, and other scientists. The dissertation was important to her. Too important, she could sometimes admit. Coming here to work alone, giving herself a little time for self-study, was an excellent compromise. She'd been born in the squat, two-story cabin behind her, and she'd spent the first five years of her life here in these mountains, living as free and unfettered as a deer. It made her smile to remember how she and her younger sister had run barefoot, how they had believed the world began and ended with them and their counterculture parents. She could still picture her mother weaving mats and rugs, and her father digging happily in his garden. At night, there had been music and long, fascinating stories. The four of them had been happily self-sufficient, seeing other people only on their monthly trips to Brookings for supplies. They might have continued just that way, but the 60s had become the 70s. An art dealer had discovered one of Libby's mother's wall hangings. Almost simultaneously, her father had found that a certain mixture of his homegrown herbs brewed into a soothing and delicious tea. Before Libby's eighth birthday, her mother had become a respected artist and her father a successful young entrepreneur. The cabin had become a vacation hideaway when the family had moved into the Portland mainstream. Perhaps it was Libby's own culture shock that had steered her toward anthropology. Her fascination with it, with society's structures and the effects of outside influences, had often dominated her life. Sometimes she nearly forgot the time she was living in with her avid quest for answers. Whenever that happened, she came back here or took a few days to visit her family. That was all it took to ground her in the present. Starting tomorrow, she decided, if the storm was over, she would turn her computer on and get to work but only for four hours a day. For the past 18 months, she had too often worked triple that. Everything in its time. That was what her mother had always said. Well, this time, she was going to get back a little of the freedom she'd experienced during the first five years of her life. Peaceful. Libby let the wind rush through her hair and listened to the hammering of rain on rock and earth. Despite the storm and the rocketing thunder, she felt serene. In all her life, she had never known a more peaceful spot. She saw the light race across the sky, and for a moment she was fooled into thinking it might be ball lightning or perhaps a meteor. But when the sky lit up, she caught a vague outline and a quick flash of metal. She stepped forward into the rain, instinctively narrowing her eyes. As the object rushed closer, she raised her hand to her throat. A plane? Even as she watched, it seemed to skim the tops of the firs just to the west of the cabin.
The crash echoed through the woods, leaving her frozen to the spot. Then she was running back into the cabin for her slicker and her first aid kit. Moments later, with the thunder rolling overhead, she clambered into her Land Rover. She'd noted the spot where she'd seen the plane go down, and she could only hope her sense of direction was as keen as it had always been. It took her almost thirty minutes of fighting both the blinding storm and the rain-rutted roads and logging trails. She gritted her teeth as the Land Rover plunged through a swollen stream. She knew all too well the dangers of flash floods in the mountains. Still, she kept her speed just above the point of safety, negotiating the twists and turns, as much from instinct as from memory. As it happened, she almost ran over him. Libby hit the brakes hard when her headlights beamed over a figure crumpled at the side of the narrow trail. The Land Rover skidded, spitting mud, before the wheels grabbed...